to my dark hour with morgan and carrie <gasps> spooky we're gonna talk about the spookiest topic of all and it actually is like no it's no joke legitimately the darkest topic of our time oh it that has changed the world for the worst that has brought all kinds of horror and damnation to our world we have been brought to our knees by social media. Yeah, social media. So the yeah, so the darkest topic of all is is what we're gonna cover today. Uh, we have no notes. Mm-mm. We've read nothing. So this yeah. is just just a discussion. Mm-hmm. Just a just a about how fucked up social media is. How fucked up social media is, and um, what what the future looks like. Ooh, it's bleak. Oof. Yeah, not good. Yeah, it's that is gonna be really the darkest hour, <laughs> <laughs> and society is over. Yikes! Yeah. Okay, uh, so should we start with how as we do every topic, our personal, our first introduction to social yeah. media, our first introduction to the topic. I I feel like you should go first because I bet yours was earlier than mine. Really? Oh yeah, definitely. Interesting. Okay, well. So I would say that my first foray into social media, if you count this as social media, live journal, baby, Mm. which Mm. was fucking amazing. Okay. I know live journal is still around. And like a couple of years ago, I like, I kind of was like, oh, I'm going to get a live journal again. I did not write anything and didn't do anything to it at all. But like, I was obsessed with live journal, like obsessed. So, okay, I'll, after you tell me what you did not, I'll tell you my only experience with LiveJournal. What was it? So, what, when was this? Like, give me a rough okay, so of years. Th- oof, God, what year was this? It must have been 2003, 2004? That feels right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's when it was. Because I think it was, like, my last year of high school because I was publishing... I mean, I was publishing poems, like, outside of that, but then I was posting stuff on LiveJournal. Like, that's where most of my poetry went. <laughs> okay. All right. So, walk me through this. So, you would go on LiveJournal. Uh-huh. You would post writing. Yes. And what else did you do? Like, how, how was it social media? Well, because, you know, you have, like, friends on LiveJournal, right? You have, like, people that you follow or connect. I don't remember what the whole thing was, like, what the terms were back then. Because, like, Facebook, I think, has, like, washed all of our brains um, mm-hmm. of anything that came before. But, like, you had friends on LiveJournal, and you would, like, read their writing. And then, you know, you could, like, decorate your LiveJournal. So, like, it was really about, like, getting the exact feeling of like your writing like girl I still feel like I like I have like a visceral reaction to even thinking about some of like the people's live journals that I knew back in the day because it was just like so perfect like so perfect wow yeah okay so that was my first foray into it but like social media in its like regular form because I remember there was like four square right like that wasn't that like the very first one like I never did one of that but like obviously totally got a MySpace and I got that when I was up in um when I was living in Bellingham in 2005 Mm -hmm. um my roommates had a MySpace and so I also got a MySpace girl MySpace was kind of everything and my one of my favorite things from MySpace, we do is just like really creep on a lot of people, just like oh, random yeah. people. But there was this one woman on there. She was like my age, but she she had a thing that said her like title was her name, and then it was like I love to be wiped, and I think she meant to like write whipped, 
Um, but it said wiped. And it was my favorite thing on MySpace. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it all the time. Still, even now, all these years later, 17 years later. Okay. <laughs> oh, I have a lot to say. So I did not do Life Journal. I. <sighs> Okay, you should get a live journal now. I should just do a live journal mm-hmm. now. But I became aware of live journal because there was a community called One Bruce One, which was actually straight amazing. So what it was was that it was a group of women, of course, who would read Sweet Valley High books and then review them in like the most hilarious way possible, and then everybody <laughs> else would comment about it. It was so good and so funny. Oh my god! And, and I think I found this like years after they had they were sort of like at their peak so i feel like a lot of that stuff was old when i had found it is it still out there <sighs> i don't think so because i'm not sure life journal is still out there oh girl life journal is definitely still out there okay i feel like the community got shut down no i don't know that for sure but um yeah but some of the people were really fucking funny like just like good <laughs> writers really funny so i've gone there and just be very in awe of their their ability to just like, you know, take down a Sweet Valley High book, but like with love. Because like, yeah. we love Sweet Valley High. Right. Anyway, so that, I didn't do Live Journal, but I, but that's very uh, typical of me. Like I don't, I don't participate in stuff online, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. except two, two, two exceptions. So one, MySpace, same thing, oh. 2005, which was like the first I was aware of social media. And I, I don't even remember how I heard about it because I didn't. I didn't even get the internet until 2005. Girl, it was so big, though. It was. Like, everybody knew about it somehow. Yeah. So it became this thing that, like, yeah, everybody was doing. So I remember being like, okay, and then creating a MySpace account and, like, immediately being like, oh, 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 I I get this. Like, I get why this is going to be fun. Because, of course, like, all these people from your past, like, you know, wanted to, like, be friends. Because I was quite a few years out of high school at that point. Like, Mm -hmm. I was almost 10 years excuse me, out of high school at that point. Mm -hmm. So it was like definitely people like from high school would be like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, and that was enjoyable. But I don't remember doing much with it. Like, I don't remember posting things particularly. I don't remember putting pictures on there. I don't remember doing much of anything with it. It was more. Yeah. What do you do on there? Like, I don't wait. Could you post on MySpace? I don't even remember. You definitely had a profile picture. Yeah. No, you could post pictures because a a girl I went to high school with, I remember she got married right in that period of time. And then all of her wedding pictures were on MySpace. And I remember just being like, oh my God, like I'm looking at her <laughs> wedding pictures and I wasn't there. And that felt really weird. Wow. Because that had never happened before. Like before, if you either went to an event or you didn't. Yeah. And if you didn't, the only way you were ever going to see pictures was like if you in sat down in your dreams. <laughs> Or if you sat down with somebody who had been there and they did like a fucking slideshow for you. Like yeah. a literal slideshow. Yeah. On the wall with a projector. Like there was no other way you were, or a photo album or something, but you were never going to like know what had happened anywhere. So it was just weird to be like, oh, okay. I guess I'm like having insight into her wedding that I didn't go to. And that was weird. So I remember finding MySpace intriguing, but a little creepy. Like it definitely had an undertone where I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. That's what got everyone lulled into like sharing all of their stuff but then also being comfortable like being so all up in everyone's business to the point where someone's posting that they love to be wiped girl can you even imagine (laughs) and then i'm sure you probably because you're younger have an even quicker experience but like it was very quick quickly that myspace was not cool like within definitely within two years oh yeah oh absolutely well when facebook happened girl and i remember wait a sec i got myspace before facebook okay yes. sorry yeah, yeah i got myspace that must have also been in like 2003 2004 because i got myspace when i was up in bellingham because that was when i remember i used my western um oh my God. uh email address because you could only get on facebook if you had a college email address so wait so you were on that early on Facebook, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Because th- that's what it was. All my f- all my roommates were on Facebook because I think MySpace was kind of waning at that point. But wait, what year was this? 2005. Oh, shit. Yeah. I think. <sighs> 2000, 2005, 2006. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like it was waning in 2006. Oh my god. Okay, so then you're on Facebook. What are your thoughts about Facebook? Okay, so it was just weird when Facebook started. Because it was kind of... um, Like, it was kind of just, like, benign. Mm -hmm. Like, it was only other college people. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was kind of, I think, like, MySpace in the sense that you just could put stuff out there. It wasn't, like, the current iteration of Facebook. Mm -mm. Like, at all. It was just a way to be, like, to keep in touch with your people that you went to school with, really. Yeah. It just made it easier to... I think it was slightly, like, the, the, the interface was cleaner yeah. than oh, MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you couldn't customize it, because I remember that about <gasps> MySpace, that you could customize it. Oh, my God. I had Mongo Jerry's in the summertime when the yes. Yeah, I had that on my profile. I, and I remember that vividly, like, the songs that people would yeah. put on their page. So, like, mm-hmm. when you went there, it would, like, play automatically. And I do, there is, a, actually, a, most of me that thinks that that's way cooler. Yeah. Than, I mean, it's it's tackier, but it's also more yeah. more fun. Yeah. So yeah, Facebook was much more like, no, you don't get to fucking customize anything. Yeah. It's only going to look like what it's going to look, look like. And I remember being bummed about that. Yeah. I got on in 2007. Okay. So I in, I was not in college at the time. Um, oh, so, so they had opened it they up. They had opened it up point. at that okay. point. Although I think it was still kind of early in like the opening it up period because all of my friends kind of got on right around the same time. And I will say for the first, like, I don't know, two years, maybe not quite two years, year and a half, two years, it was fun. Because mm-hmm. there weren't that many people on it. And it was still sort of like, I don't know. It was like, oh, we're going to do like ridiculous quizzes or we're going to like yeah. everybody like open a page to a book and like put like, oh, do you remember yeah. that? And do like the third paragraph and the first sentence and you have to like type that in and like everybody shares theirs, like stuff yes. like that. So it was much more like, I think what it was... well, I shouldn't say what it was meant to be. I don't know what it was meant to be. But it was more like an actual communal experience where it was like, oh, we're doing kind of fun stuff. Yeah. Like with people you know. It wasn't performative. It didn't have that like gross, look at me, look how great everything is. It was much more like... It felt more like AOL. Like like AOL started, you know, just as like a way, again, to communicate. Like you have chat rooms and everything. And so it felt like Facebook, and it was, yeah, it was like a way to connect with people. And so it felt like that's how Facebook really was. It was not, I mean, I think there was a certain extent where like people would obviously post a lot of profile pictures, you know? And I think there was like the, there was like the little seed that was beginning um, to be, you know, so like self-absorbed and like selfie, that kind of thing. But but there was still humor to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And as I remember, like, that's that was in the beginning, it was still funny. Mm-hmm. Like, people were posting funny pictures of themselves as opposed to, like, you know, look how great I look or look yeah. at this wonderful trip that I'm taking. And so there was still an amount of, like, enjoyment to it. And I'm trying to remember when it got creepy. I know there was a very distinct moment though where I was like I don't like this anymore I don't like how this is making me feel did you have that so I had okay I think I think what happened with me was that um the social like being connected socially all the time got to be too much yes and um the thing that so I got off in god it must have been 2010 I think was like when I left. Me too. Me too. Um, and it was because uh, <laughs> I, so Paul was friends with this guy from his work who was like a giant Christian. And um, I was talking a lot of shit about, remember that Mars Hill pastor, Mark Driscoll? Totally. Yeah. I was like talking mad shit and like did this crazy post about him, about how stupid he is. And that guy said something to Paul about me, about, like, he was like, I, you need to, like, I don't know what he, he said he, that I, he needed to, like, control my posting or something, or, like, like he he said something to Paul, and then Paul got mad at me about me posting that, and I was like, oh, I'm going to break up with Paul, which I should have. Um, that should have been my key right there. Facebook should have led to your breakup. <laughs> but that's when I was like, you know what? Like, fuck Facebook. This is stupid. I don't want to have to, like, interact with all these people. I don't want people 
who are like going and doing this bullshit causing issues between me and like my boyfriend over something that's like really stupid it's very weird yeah that feels that feels exactly what it what happened it was like something online all of a sudden like bleeds into your real life Mm mm-hmm uh, what was your situation that got you off? I don't think this... Well, this actually may have been the beginning of me wanting to get off. So one of Ivan's like childhood friends got married down in Oregon. So we drove down there for the wedding. And um, one of... Um, the, the, the guy getting married, one of his high school friends... And Ivan and this guy didn't go to the same high school. So Ivan didn't really know this woman. But, um, she, but they all went to my high school. But they, oh. were, they were older than me, so I didn't know them. Weird. Um, yeah, it is weird. Um, but she had taken a lot of pictures um, of the wedding and then posted them on Facebook. And I was in a couple of them. And do you remember how you used to be able to tag yourself? Yeah. So I did, like, tag myself in the pictures that was that were of me. And there was only, like, three or four. Like, it wasn't a lot. Mm-hmm. And she sent me... An e- like what, uh, like a private message on Facebook and like went off on me for doing that. What? Yeah, and was basically like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I took those pictures. Like, why would you? I don't. I can't exactly remember like, what? what her argument was, but I was like, okay. Wait, who was this woman? She was a friend of the guy getting married. <gasps> so and, and she didn't know Ivan. She kind of knew him. What? What a psycho! Yeah, and I was like, whoa, okay. So I like, so I kind of smoothed it over. Like I wrote her back and I was like, Hey, like I was not trying to offend you. Sorry about that. Like no big deal. Just like remove the tags or whatever. Um, and then she basically wrote me back seriously and was like, I was on my period. Sorry. I acted so psycho. And I was like, you're, you're really going to use the, you're going to use the period ex- excuse. Huh? That's like the one benefit of being a woman is that you just get to blame every time you act like a fucking asshole on your period. Yeah, it's great. It's just, I'm menstruating. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm going to act like that. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. So, and I mean, in the grand scheme of things, not a big deal. But I remember just being like, ooh, like this is a portal to crazy mm-hmm. that can just open at any time. And yeah. I have no power over it and I can't do anything about it. And I really don't like that. Um, do you consider yourself a control freak? Mm, yeah. Okay. I do too. And I have a Girl, lot of... Girl, we are like type A plus. Do you think so? Girl. I, I think we are very type A. It's really interesting because I don't know if people met us if they would think that. I don't think so. I But I think like at our core... Yeah. We are both very type A. Yes. So I like a lot of um, parameters around oh, things. Oh, yes. My whole life is about parameters. And so what I realized about Facebook was that it didn't allow me to have the parameters that I wanted to have Mm -hmm. around sort of social interaction. Mm -hmm. And so there was that that happened. And then there was just this, like, there was an undercurrent. I noticed that when I just, like, would look at other people's pictures, right? You would go look at, like, these were, like, your friends. Mm -hmm. Like, you would go look at their pictures and you'd be like, oh, wow, like, they're you know, they look like their life is doing, you know, is going really well. They're taking all these great trips. This was before people had kids, but yeah. you know, like whatever. You, I mean, you know the way it is on social media and it got, so that was spooky that I was having these kind of constant feelings of like, Oh God, my life sucks. I'm not doing what everyone else is doing. I'm not as happy as everyone else is. I'm not as successful as everyone else yeah. is. I'm not as photogenic as everyone else is. So there was that aspect, which I mean, is that FOMO? Is that what that is? More or less? Um, no, but I, girl, I would, I used to get major FOMO, um, from Facebook because it would be like people that I really wanted to be hanging out with. They would like post pictures of, of them, like them hanging, hanging out, out together. Yeah. And it's like, okay, awesome. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, it, I mean, I think it's related it's, to FOMO. I think it's, yeah, I think all of that is related mm-hmm. where instead of it making you feel connected, it makes you feel disconnected. Yeah. It has the exact opposite effect. Right. So there was that, but then there was also this time where I had a friend from high school who I kind of reconnected with and she had gone to Africa. I don't remember which country, but she had gone to Africa and she was like working with all of these like um, elementary school students and she had all these amazing pictures on Facebook. I was like, wow, like that's, that's really cool. And then I saw her in person a couple months after this happened and she was like, oh God, that trip was awful. Like I was so miserable. I was so freaked out. Like it just was terrible. And I was like, okay, duh. Like 
what you're seeing on social media is obviously not the reality of yeah. what's happening in people's lives. Like, yeah. I knew that, but it was, like, a very clear, like, oh, no. Oh, shit, yeah. Like, what, yeah, what she's putting out there is not what her actual experience was. Mm-hmm. And then it would, that, I think that might have been the moment where I was like, fuck this. Like, yeah. this is all just bullshit. This is all just a lie yeah. that makes me feel bad. So I don't want to do this anymore. So I haven't gone off before me. Um... And then I'm sure they still do this where you could deactivate your account instead of delete it. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I did that a couple of times and then would go back because it is, it's addictive. Mm -hmm. And then finally it was like, all right, I'm done. And like actually deleted it and then never went back. Yeah. Yeah, that's an interesting thing too, I think. Like the, like your relapse, like your social Mm -hmm. media relapses. Mm -hmm. Because I had that on Twitter multiple times. I know you did. I remember when you did. Okay, well, now we can move on and... um, I'm just sorry, by the way, I love that you have Scott Walker for, because I totally have that album as well. And, like, nobody else has that album. Dude, I fucking love Scott Walker. It took me a little while to get into him, but now I like him, too. Oh, my God. I love Scott Walker. He died. Recently? Yeah. Okay, well, guys, go check out Scott Walker. Kind of so great. Kind of a weird, a little weird. Like, the music is weird. Dude, so weird. 60s, a little Baroque, (laughs) Baroque pop. Yeah. But but good. Anyway, sorry. So good. Here's, her screensaver just came up with this album that, like, <laughs> I don't know anybody else who knows who Scott Walker is. So, um, anyway, so, like, I'm done with social media now, so I have nothing left to say. So you have to, you have to oh, continue the story. You are not done with social media. Enlighten me. Google Plus? Girl. <laughs> so, sorry. We have oh to my go, God. call back to Google Plus. Yes. Girl, so, like, I'm... And maybe this is a better place to talk about this is the end. But maybe we need we'll, we'll also need to reflect on like so social media has caused so many ills in this world, but there are also some things that I think were so great that like they have improved my life in several ways. That'll be interesting to make have you make your case cuz I can say that about the internet. Like I can say that there's things about the internet or things I found on the internet that truly made my life better. I cannot say the same thing about social media. Okay, maybe not made my life better, but things that made me really laugh to the point that I think about them still today. <laughs> okay. So, it, it, there's lots of good jokes on there. There really is. On some social medias in the past. I, I, okay, I remember <laughs> there were Twitter accounts. I never was on Twitter because I... You never got on Twitter? No. What? Twitter has always seemed to me like the dumbest fucking thing in the whole world. I remember when Twitter came out and that was like, pretty much everybody was like, what? What? Why? What is this? Yeah. And so I mean, I was, yeah, I remember I would like look at it and be like, I don't understand what's happening here. I don't know what a hashtag is. I don't understand any of this, but there were certain like, like famous Twitter accounts that were really funny. Like, Like, who do you, who did you like? Um, okay, this one, this feels like played out, but it was really funny when it shit my dad says. Oh, yeah. When it yeah. was brand new, it was really fucking funny. Yeah. And there became a point where, like, um, the guy, whoever it was, had like millions of followers and he was following one person and it was LeVar Burton. And I was oh. like, that's amazing. So and perfect. so, like, stuff like that was funny. <laughs> like, they would, like, you know, yeah. subversive things like that. Yes. I enjoyed that. And unfortunately, that got turned into a TV show. Are you aware of this? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, with William Shatner as the dad. What? Yeah. So that's no. really, that's really unfortunate. But it was it was genuinely funny, like when it was new. Oh my god, I'm so shocked. Anyway, wow. So I was never on Twitter, but it was open, so you could just go look at it. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah. So I had I dabbled in Instagram for a period, um, and quit that. What? I. Even more than Twitter, I don't understand the appeal of Instagram. Yeah, I I think Instagram is just a place for people to go um, look at themselves, honestly. Like, I think still to this day, that's all Instagram is for. You just go on there and you look at yourself. So, I mean, because if you're not looking at yourself, you're just looking at pictures of other people. Famous people, potentially. Who are also looking at themselves. Yeah. Yeah, it's Instagram is the most, like thing that has ever been existed like it's so stupid okay then i got on vine oh and you love vine oh my god i vine when vine went away i like legitimately felt a loss in my life like i was so upset because vine was so funny so you had second seven second videos right but the stuff that people were doing with those seven seconds were so funny. They were, I mean, hilarious. 
And I, like, to this day, like, yearn for Vine, um, which is another thing that Facebook ruined. So in addition to society, (laughs) Facebook ruined Vine. Um, And then from Vine, I think, because what happened was when Vine got shut down, a lot of people just moved everything to Twitter. So that's when I got on Twitter. And I was, like, deep into, like, weird Twitter. So it was, like, all, like, accounts where people were trying to do, like, funny things. Okay. And so... And, yeah. and that, I mean, I feel like social media, when it's used for comedy or, like, performance art, I'm sort of into that because yeah. it's subversive. Yeah. And I think social media is so fucking stupid that it, someone needs to subvert it. Right. Like, you have to make fun of everything. I mean, you just do. Yeah. And so, but I don't, because I'm not on it, I don't see any of that stuff. Yeah. So I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like there's probably a goldmine of funny shit, especially on Twitter. Every once in a while, I can't remember. It's some website I go to, but they'll, whatever the topic that, the, you know, whatever they're talking about. Like, oh, I remember one, like when um, there was the solar eclipse in 2017 and mm-hmm. Donald Trump like looked at it, like <laughs> just like was like looking up and pointing but yes. with no protective eyewear. It was so perfect and yes. so funny. And so there was like, whatever this website was, they posted like all the funniest tweets about that. And like, some of them are good. And I was like, okay, like I can respect this. I can respect <laughs> what people are saying about that. Yes. So. There are some very funny people on Twitter. Yeah. But I also ultimately had to get off of that because it was just too, it's like too much. It's, and it's a waste of time. It's, it, I mean, it's a profound waste of time. Yeah. And I, I mean, Paul is a big believer in Twitter. Oh so like I know that it's not for everybody, maybe. But it's, oof, oof, oof. Oh, I, I know another one that I did. Um, Tumblr. Oh, God, I loved Tumblr. I did Tumblr. <gasps> Tumblr was actually kind of great in its, in Until when it started. Until it became, like, all porn. Yeah, then it just became porn. But <laughs> when it so started. Because, yeah, when I had it, it was not. Oh, my God. It was so cool when it started. Because you could bring in a lot of the personalization that Facebook yes. lacked. Mm-hmm definitely could and then people were doing very artistic things on there so one of my favorite tumblr accounts was um it was a, an account that would post pictures of porno sets when there were no people on the mm. set and it was so interesting like i loved it it was like it would be like a meat locker or like i don't know like a weird alley you know it would just be like what they made a porn here it was well, great and that reminds me i feel like it was on tumblr but i've i I feel like it was Tumblr, but there was a whole series of photographs about that were liminal spaces that like users had submitted. So it was like a whole collection of photographs that people perceived as being liminal spaces. See, that's what Tumblr was good for. Yeah. That kind of stuff was cool. Yeah. I had a, yeah, I liked my, actually of all the social media, Tumblr was probably the best, probably because it wasn't really social media. Like I didn't interact with anybody. So Tumblr is very similar to LiveJournal to me. Okay. Yeah. So you're putting stuff out there. People could follow. Like, I had followers, mm-hmm. I guess. But, like, it didn't... I wasn't, like, actually talking to anybody. Yeah. And yeah, that that's kind good. of, like... I mean, even the library really could, like, comment back and forth with people. But yeah. And you can on Tumblr, too. But, yeah, that's... It's more like that. I feel like Tumblr was, like, second-generation live journal. Which was great. I love Tumblr. So, okay. So this is... And then where, where are we now? So how where are you in relation to social media now? I am not, I don't interact with it at all. I I don't either in my personal life, but for work I have to. Oh God. And that's really interesting. So I, um, for work, I have a Facebook account and an Instagram account. Ooh. There was a Twitter account, but I, I shut that down because I was like, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, Twitter's just like a full, it's just like a cesspool of negativity now. Yeah, it's yeah, for, crazy. for my job, it makes no sense. Um, so, and I get the most traction on Facebook, but it's of course. weird to go back into that because I, you know, I'm just posting work stuff, but I still get that like high, like I posted one thing and it got like 20,000 um, engagements. Whoa. Which is like way higher than like my stuff normally gets. Like usually it's like, you know, a couple hundred people, you know, will Dang. like look at something. And it was like, oh shit, you know? And I mean, on some level, who cares? You know, but I got but it that. it feeds your ego. It does. It and does. I got this little like, ooh, that's fun. Mm. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. So it reminded me kind of how insidious it all is. Yeah, right? Like it totally plays into our like basis desire to just be like the star of the show. 
that's what all social media like ultimately well and all of our basic desires yeah i mean that's just one of them so i guess the question that i would ask to you is we are now we're old enough that we remember the pre-social media world so what do you think now that it's been i don't know how many years since like I mean, close to, like 20. Close, close to 20 years yeah. since, like, social media has been kind of a force in society. What changes have you seen in the world? Oh, God. In the last 20 years. I mean, it's, like, night and day. Tell me. It's, like, completely different. People are different. So, obviously, like, the crazy-ass shit that's happening in the world, like, politically and between nations and all of that. I mean, like, that all is social media. This weird fucking domestic terrorism bullshit all social media like people are so um focused on themselves Mm -hmm. and like community like there's no sense of community at all i don't think we have a sense of identity as a as a nation as or as i mean even really as the world i think it's just a great way for everyone to like tune out of reality and not uh, pay attention to anything that's happening around them at all um and i think okay like like I don't know if this is a good time to bring it up, but I think, um, <laughs> and I know we've talked about this, and this is the most like, um, f- like old white woman thing to say, but I read an article in the New York Times about TikTok, which I immediately sent to Carrie because I was like, OMG, like officially I'm old, um, but it was about TikTok and how this person I guess is like aggregating all of these TikToks that they were saying the person themselves were saying it was like an I guess like an indicator of like this generation's next art form or something um and they had samples of the TikToks in the article and I I mean it was like it literally made no sense to me I was like I don't know why this is funny I don't know why this is interesting. I concur. I sent it to Carrie and Mm -hmm. was like, Carrie, what am I missing? Like, this is a sign that we just are, we're like out of it. We're not, we're no longer a part of whatever's happening. (laughs) No, we are fully out of, is it the zeitgeist? Would we we say that? Oh my God. Um, No, they made zero sense. It was like they had been created by aliens. Yeah. That, I mean, that was my response. I was like, I don't understand. It was like, because they were clearly supposed to be funny. They yeah, were like, meant to be little comedic bits, but nothing about them made sense to me. Yeah, it was just like a guy with lipstick on looking into the camera and making different faces. And then there were words up on the screen, but the words didn't make sense with the faces. No. And then there was that one of that man who was on a ski slope with no shirt on who was dancing. Yeah. But I don't get it. I don't know why it's funny or artistic or anything. No, and and I and I don't want to. Like, I don't yeah. want to put in any energy to figure out any of that. Like, I remember when TikTok came along, I was like, oh, fuck this. Like, I can't even work up the energy to figure out what this is. Like, I, yeah. I knew what Twitter and Instagram were. I don't care what TikTok is or Snapchat or whatever, whatever yeah. the kids are doing these days. <laughs> and, but it, I feel like, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 years ago, you could be old and maybe not enjoy what younger people liked but it still made sense to you it was like oh you're watching a movie oh you're listening to music oh you're doing this activity there was some like connection between the generations and i feel like now that's completely disintegrated whereas now i feel like young people are living in an actually separate reality than what i live in totally and i mean it's it's kind of i think i'm fearful about the future because it's like well when you know, and I mean, I'm a millennial. Like, I'm not even, I'm like one generation above these people who are like yeah. doing this stuff. And it doesn't, the fact that it doesn't make, I mean, usually like back in the day, right? Like, if you were like the youngest generation, the one above you was like still kind of, you know, like they were like still with it a little bit, but not, not anymore. No, it's, it's like, like, it's like there was this breaking point. Yeah. Cause I feel like millennials and like I'm technically Gen X, like, I feel like there's still some amount of like shared cultural understanding, but mm-hmm. I feel like with the current crop of like, I don't know, college and high school kids, it's like, yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck's happening. Yeah. 
it's really weird. Um, and it's, um, I don't know. I think I honestly, I think the biggest driver too was, um, when the algorithms started happening. Mm -hmm. Um, because Mm -hmm. I think that's when, like, I think social media, even though like it always had that power to kind of, like you had mentioned, you're like seeing these other people and it's making you feel like shit. Um, and it always kind of had that negative potential. Mm -hmm. Um, I think once the algorithm happened, that's when people started getting crazy because the crazy has always been on there. But then when it's feeding you crazy all the time and nonstop, you just, that's what you think the world is. And it's, and I think there's a lot of different things, things that you brought up to be disturbed about, right. About social media. But I think the one that I have seen the most firsthand, I think, yeah, I think this is true, is how people can become radicalized. Yeah. And I think that is something that I think was very rare, like when we were little. Yeah. Like you would have had, like to become radicalized in any era prior to like, yeah, like the internet era, you would have had to somehow hook up with other people who had similar beliefs, which was very hard because I don't even know where you would find other people. And then you would, what, like, be on a mailing list or, like, have meetings? I mean, you could do it. People did it. But it was not easy. Right. You had to really work to, like, find groups of like-minded people. And what the internet did was it was like, oh, no, no, no. It's just going to be right here for you, even if you're not looking for it. Yeah. Like, that's what was spooky. And there's been many articles about this. Um, Don't don't remind me to tell you about the Slate article um, after I um, talk about this. But... Um, but people who like usually older baby boomers. And so these are articles written by like their children Mm -hmm. or their spouses occasionally about watching an older person like get sucked into the fucking machine and become conspiracy theorists and just completely lose touch with reality. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, that's really a scary phenomenon that did not exist when we were little. Like it just didn't. Because and now it's like part of mainstream politics too, which is really yeah. scary. So my uncle is somebody that happened to. So like my <gasps> uncle was radicalized. What? Yeah. So my mom's brother, who was an artist, like and a, he was a really what? good artist too. Lived in New York City. Was like, as far as I knew, like I always thought of him as like liberal. I mean, I don't. I mean, we didn't really talk about politics much. You know, but like I'm, I imagine he was a Democrat. I imagine he was, or a very worse, like an independent. Like right. he didn't show me anything that would have said like he was conservative or that he was a good. Well, he always had a little bit of that kind of like crazy, like, like believe in aliens kind of. Yeah, stuff. like yeah. he had like that tendency because you know that kind of like. In the, I was in the sixties. I did a lot of drugs and like maybe right. I have kind of like loony ideas about yes. certain things sometimes, but for the most part, like normal. And then he. Um, moved back to Michigan, which was, I don't really know why he did that. He grew up in Michigan, but regardless, moved back there and then got hooked into the internet as, you know, probably somebody in his like late fifties, early sixties is like, Oh, the internet. And for, I don't know how, but ended up going down these rabbit holes. And at first it was more sort of like health related. Like he got really like bent out of shape about like the Fukushima um, reactor meltdown in Japan and was like, we're all going to die of radiation poisoning, like that kind of stuff. Girl, does he like freak out about Wi-Fi and all that stuff? Oh, I don't know. Well, I don't talk to him anymore. Oh, shit. So then um, after Obama was elected, I remember I saw him, this was like 2009, and I saw him at my aunt's house, so like brother and sister, and I'm there and he was like, oh, well, you know, Obama's the Antichrist. And I laughed. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah. Like, th- I saw he was joking. I, I was right. joking. I thought he was that's like, an insane thing to that's say. That's an insane thing to say. Yeah. And, he, and I was like, and then he just sat there with a straight face. I'm like, you don't really think that, do you? And he was like, well, yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay. So change the, change the subject. And then that may have been one of the last times I actually talked to him, but my mom still talks to him. And she gets off the phone so upset. Like, she can barely, like, handle it because he just... He says insane shit. He became a complete Trump supporter. You know, he's racist. And he, he, I mean, I'm not saying people become racist overnight, but like, I don't ever remember, you know, him saying shit like that back. He lived in, 
you know, in the 80s, he was friends with all these, like, you know, gay black artists. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think he ever would have said something like that. And so it was just like, what the fuck happened to you? And so he's lost all of his friends. He can't hold a job. You know, I mean, his, his whole life has, like, fallen apart. But That's the crazy shit, though, is that, like, when people get radicalized by that, it's then it's, like, becomes their sole focus. Okay, so, like, we... Yeah, so we talked about this, and the Slate article will relate to this, too. Okay, so, like, when we were talking about, like, the spooky stories, and I was like, oh, you know, demons are bullshit and all that. But then the more we started talking, the more I was like, "Mm, maybe it's not. Mm -hmm. There is a part of me that believes that if you think Satan is real, which I don't really, or if you think evil is real, which I do, Mm -hmm. I do think evil is a real thing. That's what this is. I'm not saying the internet or social media as a broad concept, but these types of, of things that people get into, this is this is actually evil. Yeah. Because I think it hooks it, it hooks into people and then it, t- it pulls them down into yeah. this really dark place. And completely changes, it like completely changes yeah. their identity, changes who they are. Yeah, it's like they're it's, crazy. Crazy. it's like they've been like body snatched. Right. Have you but you haven't had this experience of somebody being radicalized? No, because I um I don't really talk to a lot of people. I mean, I think like the, okay, like I have an aunt who, well, that's actually not true. My mom's side of the family has like some folks who are kind of from the boondocks Mm -hmm. and all of them have pretty much, uh, I think be not like, they're not like radicalized, but they, like I have a cousin who moved out of Washington during COVID because we were having to mask. Oh, so they, they left refused, the state. Mm-hmm, they refused to get vaccinated, and her husband was working at the shipyards, and they he lost his job, and so they left and went to um, Wyoming. Oh, so I was mm-hmm. like, good luck there, because you're gonna get a lot of COVID, and you're unvaccinated no, no jobs or or people or anything. So right? Have yeah, fun, and it was have fun in Wyoming. Right, and it's weird because I thought this cousin in particular was like so nice and smart, and I'm like. Is it really what you think? Like, do you really think that? It's so it's very weird. So I guess in a sense, kind of, but I mean, I would consider that. Yeah. I mean, in in the current day, we would not call that radicalized, but I would like right. to upend your entire life. Yeah. Over wearing a fucking mask. Right. When you what you think is a conspiracy theory, even about if it COVID, was yeah. a conspiracy theory, who gives a shit? It's right. like a piece of cloth over your nose and mouth. It doesn't matter. I know. I suppose the vaccine's a little more. I still don't get it, but I mean that's a that's more invasive than a mask, right? I, I mean I'll say that. Yeah. But no, it's that's a disturbing thing. So the Slate article I was going to talk about, I was going to send it to you and I forgot. Slate's bullshit these days, but they had an article and it was an interview with somebody who was like a Sandy Hook. I don't know what you'd even call it, truther. Oh god. Like one of those people who harasses the parents oh my god. of of the children who were murdered. Which PS, like that's evil. Like the oh, yeah. shit that happens to people after these crazy tragedies is like the epitome of evil. No, it is. So and that's and so it was interesting to see like this is somebody who's who's perpetuating that. This is somebody who's you know, actually making that happen. What the fuck is going on in their head? What did, and, they, what did they say? Well, and it wasn't entirely clear, but it was... Of course it wasn't. Because I don't know if it, I don't know if it ever is, but it was clear that this person believed this. Like, the person, it was a woman, and she, she definitely believed that, like, Sandy Hook did not happen, right? So she thinks that that whole thing was made up. The parents are lying. They don't have dead children. So, okay, so, like, let's pretend you believe that, right? okay. Then what takes you to the next step of like, now I need to like spend a lot of time. And she has spent literal decades, like over however long, I guess not a decade, like since it happened, um, harassing these people, like going, like she spends all of her time. She neglected her kids. Her marriage fell apart because she was obsessed with like outing these people as being fakes. Oh my God. But it was like reading about somebody who had been possessed by the devil. It was like, Okay, so your whole life is ruined and you're ruining other people's lives because you're obsessed with with a horrible thing that happened that you think for some reason didn't happen. It's the it's very strange. Which it's, like is it because she's very pro second amendment? Like what does what it, do they no, think? It didn't even seem to have it. It didn't wasn't even like a gun rights thing. It was just What the fuck their, then why do it? I don't know. So it was like but that was like her fucking mission in life. Like she would like Spent all of her time like researching online, 
you know, coming up with all of these reasons why, you know, Sandy Hook didn't happen, that it was a conspiracy, these parents were lying, blah, 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 blah. Um, so this is, I mean, this is not exactly social media. This is more just the internet as a thing. But that's fascinating because if you had taken this woman. Girl, but it is social media. Just P.S. I mean, that, there's no is, way that it would have gotten to the degree no. that it's at now if it wasn't social media and the algorithms that feed pump it. that yes. shit to you. Yeah. But if you had taken this exact same woman and you had said, no, instead of growing up now or being an adult now, you're going to be an adult in like 1910. Yeah, she would have just been a religious fanatic. Yeah. That's it. She probably, yeah, she probably would have been a fanatic in some other way, but it wouldn't have been as harmful to other people. Right. And I think that's the problem is that everybody has sort of been weaponized. Like everyone's crazy now has the power to inflict major harm on other people, whereas yeah. that wasn't true before. And I right. think that's a really... That's a really terrifying aspect of social media, particularly the internet in general, but social media in particular is that you're uh, like, like that sense that we have that like the parameters no longer exist on your life. They don't mm-hmm. like anybody. If they feel like it can just come in at any time and fuck your shit up yeah. and that all it would take is somebody sort of like paying attention to you to, right. do, to make it happen. And yeah. that's, and I don't know if people think about that, but I think that that, my, my theory is that we all know that, and that causes us a level of stress that we take around with us every day, all day. This oh, idea sure. that, like, I'm not, nothing about my life is private, and if somebody wanted to, they could ruin my life in a week. Yep. They could. And that's a, and I don't think that was true 40 well, years ago. It'd be, I mean, it'd be much harder to do it 40 years ago. I mean, like, look at cancel culture, too. You know, like, all yeah. these people losing jobs over stuff that had happened, you know, a long ass time ago that people found evidence of. Like like you don't want to have I mean like the fact that we're we're literally putting things out for like decades of our lives. Like at this point, yeah, 20 years of our lives exists on the internet for other people to dig through. Like like that's an unnatural like state of oh, being, it's completely you know. Unnatural. That everything is existing in perpetuity and that our relationships are existing. Yeah. You know, forever. They're not meant to... None of the stuff is meant to. Like, everything is meant to kind of end naturally and now nothing does. So it all just sits there and flows. It's like everything's in space forever. Ugh. So that's... Yeah, that's a spooky idea. It's kind of horrifying. Um... Yeah, I... It's... It's actually, like... It's... It's, like, the worst thing that I can imagine. But the problem is, is that it's, like, so ingrained in our lives at this point. Nothing's ever going to change. I know. And that's... Well, and I I don't know, though. Hold on. So, like, the internet, yes. Like, I feel like the internet is, like, like, lodged in there so intensely that it will... Unless we have, like, a major, you know, catastrophe where we, like, lose power or something. But the internet serves a purpose. The internet as a thing serves a purpose. Um, I wish it had a lot more rules. Like, all of this, like, oh, the internet should just be free and open. Fuck that shit. No, it shouldn't. The internet should be fucking regulated like any other mass communication. Yeah. The fact that it's just, like, anybody can put anything out there. We've talked about this a lot. But, like, that means that the worst thing you can possibly imagine is there. For your child to find on your phone. Yeah. Think about that. Like, that's not good. Nobody wants that. Um, oh, and I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> so well, you, I don't know what I was saying. So you were, what you were going to talk about, though, was social media. So internet is ingrained in our lives. Oh, but I read this article about um, younger, like, high school age kids. And, like, now the cool thing is to not be on, to not be on social media. <gasps> what? I was, I've been waiting for this. I'm like, sooner or later, the young people are going to be like, this sucks. No, and this are is you actually, serious? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how widespread it is, but, like, that was the article. <gasps> like, oh, yeah, like, everybody, you know, like, younger people are like, oh, fuck. Girl, but this is the bullshit thing. That's just going to be the next group of intellectuals who are already, it's a group who are, you know, not on know. social media. I mean, it's like, that's the kind of, right? It's like, it's just going to be the next group of people who are also outliers. I know. Because what we really need is, like, oh, God, I don't know. This is the kind of shit that gets you canceled. But the... The hoi polloi. Yeah. The people on the masses, mm-hmm. the, the, the you know, the average people, the normal people, they're the ones on social media. They're the ones who need to get the fuck off mm-hmm. because 
I mean, along with everybody else, but they're the ones who I think are more easily influenced by, like, you know, Russian bots. Right, exactly. Who don't have or have, we should take ownership, have not been taught the critical thinking skills to handle Right. Misinformation. Yeah. Disinformation. So, yeah. The, 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 the intellectuals getting off is probably not going to do much of anything. Yeah. Unfortunately. God. Oh, man. I'm kind of... I'm in a pit of despair right now. Shit. <laughs> I knew it was going to it was gonna go like this. It, yeah. But honestly, it's it's really... I think it's really scary and it it's super volatile. Like, I and I think even since 2016, things have... Uh, yeah, they've they've achieved a level of unreal unreality. Like I never would have thought before twenty sixteen that we would be in the situation that we're in now with like the, I mean just with like the way that things are so crazy divided. Um, even though you know, I think it was getting there, but after twenty sixteen, I think just everything changed. And it's crazy, too, that um, despite that, I mean, everyone knows that social media is the reason that things are the way that they are and that nothing has been done to to limit it or regulate it or No, and that's interesting. It. Every once in a while, you'll see, like, a flurry of articles about, like, oh, we're going to start regulating social media, and then it just kind of dies away. Yeah. So there's that issue about, like, why the fuck are we not regulating these companies? But I think we know why we're not, because... It's probably very rich people paying off. Very rich people, yeah. But then there's, you know, then there's question number two: is why don't people just get the fuck off social media? And that's why I think this is so infuriating because, like, unlike other social issues that we have, which are you're sort of helpless to be a part of, right? You know what I mean? I mean, there's stuff like shit like climate change. Right. It's like, Ugh. yeah, you can buy an electric car and you can feel pretty cool about that, but like at the end of the day, that's not going to do much, right? You know. So I feel like there's a lot of social issues that we can't do much about personally. Social media, it's like, it's easy. Yeah. Like, just don't Get go off. on. Just don't go. No yep. one's forcing you to be be part of it. And yet, me and you, and I guess Ivan, are the only people I know who are not on social media. I'm sure there's, other, I mean, I know there's other people, but I don't know anybody else. Weird. I never thought about that. But I think maybe we're the only people that I know, too. I think I have one other friend who's not. I think my friend in Chicago is also not on social media. But I mean, that's Weird. it. And I'm like, dude, that's spooky. I think. Whoa, I never thought about are, that. Wait, before. are your parents? Um, oh, my dad's not. That's one okay. person who's not. And my Uncle Rick isn't, but everyone else is. Oh, my God. Dude, even my Nana. Oh. I always love it when, like, grandparents get on social media. It's my Dude. favorite. So another thing we need to talk about. So my grandpa, who's dead, like, the most important oh, and he is. person in my life, um, who, like, I, like, his death literally traumatized me. Like, I, it, like, changed the course of my life. Um, his Facebook still exists. And my cousin posts on it, I think, somewhat regularly. Like, she'll share pictures with him or tag him in pictures, I think. And, like... It is um, horrifying. Does to it me. say anywhere on his account that he's dead? No. I thought that was something that Facebook was going to do. Was like How they were going to know. Make, well, no, you'd have to report it, but they were going to make like legacy accounts, or I can't oh, remember yeah. what they were to call it. But it was going to be like the account would still exist, but there would be like a, a signifier that like this person died. God. But I mean, that's. I don't, it's awful. This is, but this is like. Yeah, this is the beginning, I think, of that idea that, like, you could... I don't This is, like, a science fiction idea, but, like, you like could upload... Forever. Yeah, you could upload your entire, like, memories and personality into a computer and then just live forever through the computer. Ugh. But this is, the be- I think, the very beginnings of that concept of, like, in some fashion, he's still alive. But Even it's like, if it's just an algorithm, like, pushing out his photos to, you know, people's... But there, there is still something... Right, like, he's constantly... I mean, he's, he's always present. Yeah. Which is awful. Because I think it just re... It, like, just re-traumatizes you, you know? Like, I think part of... Part of the grief process is not forgetting, but, like, it becomes less of a in-your-face kind of, like, everyday thing that you deal yeah. with. Um, and until you go on social media and then 
they're all over. So we're, we're subverting all of the natural aspects of life. Right. Like all of the things that we've taken, it's taken hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years for humans to sort of evolve to do. Yeah. Like you only need to know X number of people, <laughs> you know? And for only like so only, And only a certain amount of time. Yeah. And when people die, you know, this is kind of what's going right. to be happening in the last 20 years. It's yeah. been like, mm, no, all of that goes out the window. And all of a sudden everything's going to be different. Yeah. And I think that explains why... To me, anecdotally, it feels like the mental health of everybody, but particularly teenagers yeah. and children, has like taken a fucking nosedive. Yeah. Like it's really dramatic. Oh, it's so bad. I feel like all kids post about is how they just want to kill themselves. Well, and I think, I mean, whatever, suicidal ideation, whatever we're calling it now. I mean, you've I've seen the statistics and it's, it's dramatically higher than it used to be mm-hmm. now. And among teenagers. But I think it's, and I think we look at teenagers and children because it's easy, you know, because they're not adults. It, it's it, it's the, that data I think is easier to gather and to see because they have adults watching them. But I think I've also noticed the mental health of adults is seems mm-hmm. like substantially worse than it did like in the year 2000. So when we um, were like struggling, you know, getting pregnant, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I think the algorithm knew. Oh, and it does. Everyone listens to you. It's I know. like, oh, well, you're oh my trying God. To get I know. And it um all it did was push out pictures of people having babies to Paul. Um, which I remember that. Yeah, like for three years he like had I mean it was like a regular meltdown. Like it was like a like, oh my God, what is gonna set him off today? And it would not just set him off for like a time, it would be like a week long like deep depression from seeing someone have a baby on Facebook. But it didn't occur to him to get off Facebook. Right. And it I didn't would say, occur to him that he's get being off manipulated. Facebook, get him. off Instagram. You don't need to be looking at those things. Wow. But so it's it's just it's crazy. It's like like people's mental health is a disaster. <laughs> the microphone is gonna Oh my god, pick the that microphone up. is definitely gonna hear that. You guys, I have such bad diarrhea. It's water diarrhea just constantly all day. I've pooped like ten times today. Oh, I'm so sorry. Dude. And it sounds like I'm about to again. <laughs> I told Morgan she can use my bathroom, but I know she doesn't want to, and I don't I don't blame you. Yeah, it's I can't it's poop in, not my home. I know, it's no fun. Also, have you got a bidet yet? No. Why not? And I have a legitimate reason. Why? You need a plug within a certain distance to the toilet. No, you don't. How do you not? I don't have... You don't have to have a heated one. I want... No, 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 no. You're right. You don't. But I want like... I want like... No, no, no. fancy one. No. I need to tell you this. The $20 one from Amazon is just as good. And you know what? Even though it's cold water and I was really afraid of it, it is like a refreshing, amazing, wonderful... It's not even that cold. It's, it's wonderful. It's the best thing that's ever happened to me. I don't need a bidet for, like, poop purposes. Like, that's not why I... Girl, it will change your poop life. It's already very regulated, and I don't need, I don't need it for that. Um, Wait, is this your worst nightmare right now, talking on a podcast about poop? Oh, no, no, I'm totally fine okay, with it. Good, no, my wor- what's my worst poop nightmare? Okay, do you remember the Broad City episode where they have the hurricane... It's like one of my very oh, yes. favorite ones. Yes. And Abby <laughs> yeah. goes to goes to the bathroom and then she poops and she tries to flush the toilet and all the water yeah, is gone and she's off. like loses her shit and then like Alana <laughs> takes care of it. Like a true best friend, by the way. And I'm like, that's it. That's my worst nightmare yeah. of like just like tons of shit in the toilet and you're and everyone's gonna know it was you. Yep. There's no way to get rid of it. <laughs> That's also my worst nightmare. Do, do you remember the David Sedaris essay about that? No, wait, I don't. Oh. I, well, I don't yet. Refresh my memory. I can't remember what it's called. It's like Big Boy or something like that. <laughs> I feel like is the name of it. It's really short. It's like two pages. But he goes to. He's at a party. He goes to the bathroom. He goes in there and he walks in and there's like a gigantic turd in the toilet. And he's like, 
I don't like I don't even know like how somebody could have produced this like this is crazy and he tries to flush it and he's just like it's not going anywhere and he's like I don't know what to do with this because if I leave everyone's gonna think it was me exactly so he considers throwing it out the window he considers (laughs) like grabbing it and throwing it out the window (laughs) but then he's like I'm on the first floor and like everybody would see like my hand come out the window with a turd so he ends up like breaking it apart and like getting it to flush on the toilet. But like I've what had... did he break it apart with? Um, I don't remember. Like Ooh. maybe like a plunger or something. Oh my god. I don't know, but like I've definitely had that happen where I've gone into like public bathrooms and there's like a line of people behind me, and it's and there's piss all over the toilet pi- seat. Oh, no, no, that I can handle because I can clean that up. But like no, but girl, that's the thing. I've definitely cleaned up other people's piss. In a public restroom oh, yeah. because I'm afraid someone's going to think I peed on the toilet Absolutely. Or, That's horrifying. Or I go into like a single stall bathroom and it smells awful. Yeah. Like someone's yeah. just taking like the nastiest shit. <laughs> yeah. There's like smears, you know, in the toilet. Yeah. And I'm like, gross. I pee, get out to leave. And there's like a, like a person waiting yep. to go. And I'm like, they're like, going to think I did this. They're going to think I made this disgusting smell girl, in the bathroom. No, this is what you do. You go out and you say... It smells so bad in there, and I didn't do it, I promise. I don't think they believe you if you say Who cares? That. At least you're saying it. It'll make you feel better. No, it's it's a major situation. As a child, I refused to use public bathrooms to the extent that I got UTIs on, like, a regular basis as a child. Like, I was... Uh, dude, except public restrooms are awful. They are, but, like, you gotta pee. You can't, like, not pee for, like, hours and hours and hours. Like, it's not... You can't do that. Girl. Public restrooms are like the social media of real life. <laughs> oh my god! They're not because they're necessary. They're bad, but they're necessary. Remember that? Um, por- remember that porta john at the Des Moines Creek Trail that was like. Do you remember that? It was. It was the summer of twenty twenty. It was when I was pregnant, and me and Richie <laughs> met you down there. Oh my god! Yes. And Richie had gone. It was like the most disgusting part of body that's ever existed but he like really had to pee so we had to use it and all the public restrooms were closed because it was covid oh my he god. still talks about that he's like remember that really disgusting bathroom <laughs> I'm like i do i do remember that really disgusting bathroom because you made me go in there the best part was he runs back to me and he goes like this morgan morgan guess what we saw and i was like what and he was like the grossest bathroom ever and i was yes. like oh my god oh, yeah. He knew you would appreciate I know, I that story. I love it. I love it. Wow. Well, speaking of cesspools, get off social media, everyone. So, solution. We've, we've got the solution. Get off social media. Yeah. Facebook is like that disgusting ass porta potty. Everyone's on it. Everyone's in it. And they're just dumping Taking all kinds dump. of bullshit in there. It's so. like those communal toilets like that you always see on, like, on trails that it's just like a toilet atop a pit. Oh, God, yeah. That actually is the metaphor for social media. And yeah. when you do the thing where you have to look inside, <gasps> and it's like a mountain of shit. Oh, God. With toilet paper in it. Do you know what I'm, tra- you know what yeah. I'm talking oh, about? Oh, yes. And if you pee on it, you can feel like the, the cold, like stinky oh, air coming yeah. up. It's very uh-huh. spooky. And there's always flies. Always flies. Sick. That's <laughs> social media. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this was very serious, except for the end where it was like, let's just talk about poop for a while. <laughs> It fits all together, girl. That's why we we had to bring it back, and we did, effectively. All right. Well, this was a departure, but I'm into it. Yeah. And there was no research required. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go lay in my bed and just think about how awful existence is now. So, and then also probably have water diarrhea. <laughs> water diarrhea and existential dread. dread. Which is kind of like... My life. That's kind of. It's your body having existential dread. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, social media. Ugh, so dark. So yeah, this is a new direction. Um, although we have to come back to Jack the Ripper. We, I know. We did one episode and then we just kind of dropped the ball. I know. We'll come back though with the rest of the victims. Well, and and apparently, what are we doing in July? We're talking about from hell. <gasps> oh yeah. We can we can advertise that shit. Oh, I don't know when it's gonna happen though. Okay, well, we'll get back to you about it. But, but what's, we, what's, wait, what's the show? Um, <laughs> you Carrie, don't even know. Girl, how are you going to call me out like that? It's, um, one, it's one of Paul's, like, three. Comic binge? Comic binge. That sounds right. I mean, that I think that's what the show's called. Is it Paul's show or is it somebody else's show? Paul's show. 
So it's just me, you, and Paul talking about from hell. Yeah. Is he going to interview us? I don't know. I think so. Has he read from hell? Not yet. Okay, so he's, he's got to interview us, right? Because yeah. he doesn't know. I think he's going to interview us. I don't know. I don't know. We're going to talk about it, and I've got things to say. So You know what I can guarantee you about, though? Hmm? You're definitely not going to be able to get a word in that voice. <laughs> <laughs> Regardless of whether he's read it or not. It's just mansplaining yep. on top of the that. whole thing. Yep. Just get ready. What was the, what was the thing? Well, how, did, how did the sentences start? Again. <laughs> Girl, we have to edit this out. I'll edit this out. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. But seriously, like, we, I mean, it may lead to my divorce, which, you know, <laughs> maybe we should just put it out there. Whatever. It could, it could be worse. <laughs> True. All right. Well, um, I'm going to post a picture of these drinks on social media. Ooh. Hey, <laughs> we didn't even talk about the drinks. Negroni? Negroni. Negroni. Weird. Kind of good, though. Yeah, I know. Which are apparently also getting, a, like, a resurgence. Which is why we drank them. We were we were doing the most social media-friendly drink that we could. Ooh. Um, and we did... We Drinking out the DeFeo goblets, of course. Obviously. And, but, I, but I took a picture of these in front of the microphone, and it looks like dick and balls. Oh! Yes! With glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So... That'll awesome. go on. That'll go on Twitter. That is perfect. See? Oh. Every... All this shit just goes on Twitter. Amazing. Fits together. All right. Okay, thanks for listening. Bye. I don't know how to stop that you do it. <laughs>